Welcome to the morning. Yo, it is Michael. Yo, I appreciate you guys. Uh, I mean, following it on Facebook. I started this mission. You've heard the story. I started this Facebook page with the morning. Yo, about two months ago, started out with about 20, 30,000 people. Now we're over 140,000. We just went over that this week. So I appreciate you guys. You guys are making it happen. I always try to add some positivity in the morning when you wake up. That's why we call it the morning. Yo, it kind of kickstarts your morning. And my positive news today is, man, I'm just woke. I just woke up. I'm living. I'm breathing. You know, like, like my dad said, any day you wake up, it's a great day. And I'm just saying it's a beautiful day to wake up, to be around family, because you all know what I went through with Corona. So that's my positive message today. And I just want you to wake up and attack today. Just attack today. Look, we're, it, it, it's crappy out there right now. You know what I mean? We got to look out for each other. Uh, corona is on the rise, but it looks like there's a rainbow at the end, uh, a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, a light at the end of the tunnel. So, you know, we got to keep pushing for that. But why I'm really excited for is, I mean, this other guy I'm about to bring on, he's a great comedian. You saw him on AGT, uh, just filmed a couple TV shows he's on. I mean, he's blowing up during coronavirus i mean that's saying something right there preacher lawson what's up my dude hey what's up man how you doing i'm good man so look i ask everybody this we all know corona's going on uh, a lot of comics pocketbooks have been hit you've been lucky you've had a couple tv shows and you're touring here and there what have you learned about yourself and how has it affected you this whole pandemic um I mean, TV-wise, this has been the greatest year of my life. That's why it sucks when I talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. You know, you talk about I've had five TV shows this year. So it's really cool. You know, some of them you haven't heard of because they just would cancel fast. (laughs) (laughs) And some of them you're like, oh, man, you had a couple TV shows. And it's like, (laughs) it's only because a few of them matter. But no, but um, I've been pretty lucky, man. So I, I, I do feel like, um, you know, you learn stuff about yourself. You know, you what have to... you learned about yourself? Uh, I mean, so... oh, sorry, I got names. What, what was that? You got? I thought paranormal activity going on in your house or what? Well, because I'm in in my okay. So the way my house is set up when I'm in the when I'm in my studio, my room, my second room, my neighbor is right next to me. <laughs> so, so I'm like, wait a second. So I keep forgetting my bed. So no, I learned. I mean, I don't know if I learned too many new things. It just amplified things that I already should, you know. It's kind of like when you give advice to other people and you're like, man, I should do that myself. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like when you're in quarantine, it's just right there, you know, because you're with yourself a lot. So everywhere you turn is a mirror like, hey, did you do it? Did you start? <laughs> you know, so that's all that is. But I mean, I, I think I, I think I learned. Um, I think I learned that I should be more disciplined. And uh, you as know, far as what? Just in, like as far as like work ethic, work ethic, um, I I learned as far as like um, I learned I'm really single. Like I thought I was regular single before, but I'm single, bro. <laughs> like, okay, okay. I'm what's like, the difference? What's the difference between regular single and single single? 
Uh, well, regular single is you can still see people. And then uh, quarantine single is like, oh, I'm single, but oh, I can't see anybody. Oh, okay. mm. yeah. So that's all that was. But I was still seeing people. I'm lying. But, you know, I was just uh, like, <laughs> it was just harder is what I'm saying. <laughs> is is I had it, a girlfriend it, like during the quarantine. She was like, she was like a girlfriend kind of ish. I think she was like a girlfriend. I don't know if she was. She was like kind of, she's pretty much a girlfriend. Okay. She wasn't my girlfriend, but I mean, you know. So that makes like make you make quick decisions. <laughs> I was like, I do not feel like being alone. So uh, you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> and, that's the way, <laughs> and that's the best way to start a relationship. Yeah. I'm lonely. You want to be my girlfriend? Yeah, right. that's exactly how. You want to be my girlfriend? She was like, yep. And I was like, the fact that you like me, I don't really like you, to be honest, because you like me. And <laughs> for some reason, when women like me back, I, don't, I like it when you don't want me. That's my thing. You like a chase. I like the chase, man. As soon as I catch you, I'm like, all right, well, no, I'm just playing. Catch uh, and release. <laughs> yeah, man. Catch and release. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, quarantine is like, I don't know, man. You know quarantine, but it is what it is. I mean, it's not really quarantine anymore. People don't care. People don't care. They're not really, uh, yeah, people are just like, that's why I'm on tour right now. And I'm in tour on all the, all the cities that they don't care about their life. And I just came from that. <laughs> Came back from, um, I was in Nashville, New Jersey. I was in Virginia Beach. Oh, Virginia Beach, they all going to die. I mean, they do not care at all. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, I, people were making fun of me for wearing a mask. I was like, that's like making fun of me for wearing a seatbelt. It's just weird. But um, isn't it crazy when you travel? Because, look, I've done some shows, too, across the country because I was touring as well. And you go to some places, there's so many people in one room. You're like, yo, y'all ain't supposed to do this. But hey, I'm on. Yeah. I, I remember doing one show at the back of the stage. Like there were so many people in that room. I did it. At, huh? I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. But it was so many. <laughs> because they pay me well, preacher. They pay me well. Let me tell you, laws are being broken in that room. <laughs> oh, Brett, you think laws are being broken? When I go, oh. I mean, listen, <laughs> most people follow the rules. Most places follow the rules because they yes. don't want to get shut down. Yes. But some people, they'll try to be slick, you know. And uh, yeah, I feel what you're saying. Yeah. I walked out and I was like, oh, th they feel to capacity in this place in yeah. every show. And literally, I did the show from the back of the stage. I was like, uh-uh, I ain't catching this. Now, when you're wearing a mask, do you ever feel unsafe? Or have you had corona already? And you I've feel never had. I mean, I, I, I might have already had corona, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, uh, at some point. But I haven't, um, I haven't, I've never felt unsafe at any point. I mean, there was, excuse me, there was one time I was on Venice Beach. And I was going to do a show. And I just was tagged, bruh. I was just tagged in a flyer. So there's so many times where I forget that I signed, I agreed to do a show that uh getting a call from uh sorry, I'm getting a call from uh um a realtor. Okay, you gonna buy a house? I already bought a house. Okay. So yeah, yeah, about a house. Uh so um what was I saying? Uh, you were on a flyer that's tagged. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I forget about these shows. So some, I just looked. Someone tagged me in a flyer, right? And I was like, oh, snap. This is a show I forgot about because I did have a show that night. 
and it was it wasn't this show so i went to it and i guess it was just like some open mic or something and i'm like how am i i'm too too old to be falling for this and then i got there and it was just people it was just they were all no mask they were it was crowded you had to bump through people to get through there and i know that because i was watching i didn't i didn't bump through i was like oh, i'm that's the only time i felt uncomfortable yeah i was like i'm not doing the show well what's the best show you've done during the whole corona thing man was it Virginia Beach or was it in LA? Jimmy Joe's thing? San Antonio, man. It's got to be San Antonio. I mean, it was just like, it was just uh, so much fun because I, I you know, you, you got to think of new material, man. You know, I don't know how long, you, how you're coming along with new material, but I don't know how you write. I don't know if you write and then you go and you uh, try it out or you write as you're trying it out. I don't know your process. I, I, I go, I have concepts. And I go on stage and kind of just mess around and see how it goes while I'm creating. Like, oh, I have a concept about um, right now, you know, about my father being way stronger than me. And I'm Is very, I'm, oh, yeah. And I'm a sensitive dad. I cry all the time. You know what I mean? So it's a so I have that concept. But then I have a few beats joke wise and yeah. then i have a big punchline at the end so that's how i'll go up and my rule is I, I, when you said stronger i immediately went physically stronger i was like your dad oh, is no. physically strong i don't mean like yeah oh no no, no no he's not stronger than me no i'll whip him i'll i'll put a beating on him preacher let's be honest let's hey, be man, honest up. you talking about beating up your dad man yeah because he would whip, he would oh, no, whip. i mess this dude up i mean i just you know commercials get me sometimes oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, man, my dad used to whoop me for no reason when I was a kid. Oh, he would whoop me for, my dad whooped me for things in the future. You know, <laughs> he'd be like, uh, I'm going to whoop you. because find out where my stash is at, this is what you get for not putting it back. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. But, uh, yeah, so I go, how's your writing process? Well, do I just, just kind of have, like, an idea. And... um like uh i'm trying out this i'm yeah i'm, I'm just I'm, i just have an idea or a point of view like i don't um that's what i'm doing now like before i would just kind of go i mean i still do i still try to make whatever's funny what i think is funny funny you know but now i just kind of want to um i want to i want to talk about things well my point of view on things like but not like serious like i'm not a serious dude i'm not like super political i'm not like i'm just not you know but stuff like Things that bother me, you know, like yeah. literally, like things that like literally bother me, or like guns, right? So guns, I oh, you made a post about guns, man. Did you make a post about guns? People start flipping out on you. No, not me. What was it? What was it? Some you made something. You made. Oh something. no, I remember. I do a lot of things like that here and there. You know, it, it might have been. It might have been. I, I post like, here's the thing. I'm not political. Or corona. Either. It might have been about Corona wearing a mask or something. People were like, it's my choice. I don't know. It was something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because what happened, well, you remember I posted that video a long time ago when I first got out of the hospital and I told people yeah. we're dying alone. Well, I posted a picture of me in the ambulance probably a couple months later. Here's my ex saying that, by the way. I found through it. I didn't find through any comedians. The first thing I found out, it was a call in the morning from my ex. He's like, you heard about that comedian that... They got crossed. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, you know, other, you know, I mean, I started, you know, seeing it everywhere after I got on my Instagram. Yeah. But 
but I found it through my ex. Ah, know. look at that. Yeah. Your ex is scoping me out, son. <laughs> <laughs> He's so fine. Oh my gosh. I don't know how I got it. Well, what well, what happened to that? Um she just uh you know, just some sometimes you get two puzzle pieces done for the same picture, right? She's I think she's um I think I could have married all my exes. I know you know what I mean? Like I mean some I like some more than others. <laughs> yeah. No, I you know no, I get Preacher, let me tell you something. I always believe there's several right people for you. Yeah. It just has to be the right time for you. And I tell women this all the yeah. time, and I make this message clear. I have a very heavy female audience on my podcast. You cannot. Oh, ever... do you now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do. That's you crazy. Do. Yeah, so I'm single. But go ahead, finish what you're saying. I tell every woman. A woman can't make a guy ready for marriage. The guy has to do, decide to be ready for marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was a moment where I had a crazy dream. And when I woke up from that dream, I knew I got I have to be married. Yeah. You know, my dream, it was so vivid. Now, I don't know if I told you, but I was at my own funeral. Really? And I was at my own preacher. Listen to this. I'm dreaming. Um, uh, 30s, a little bit more than mid 30s. And I had a dream. That I was, I was looking at my funeral, like from the top, I was viewing my body and all around me was just random girls I hooked up with. Oh, really? And I go, and I woke up in a cold sweat. Wait, so where were you at? I was like floating above, looking down. And on then all you were looking down. I was, you know what I was like? I was like a, That's impressive. I could see him up. I was like a jib camera coming in, you know? <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Man, well, that's end, crazy that you can count so go ahead. Wait. Oh yeah, no, not all of them, but there was a lot of like randoms. The main, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That I recognize, and I woke up in a cold sweat, and I know, and I said to myself, "If I die today, that's my legacy." Oh yeah, you know, yeah, that's what I kind of, that's what, that's another thing I figured out. But I don't think it's during quarantine. I think I'm just getting older. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like the one of the things that I hate when people say this, I hate when people say it's like I, I remember I was. You know, um, anytime I'm dating a girl and I was younger, I'm still young, I'm 29. I'll be 30 in, in three months. But um, just being younger when I was dating, everyone always said, like, you got to get out your system and stuff. Right. They always say you got to get out your system. Listen, man, if I if I go to a dietitian and I'm like, hey, dietitian, I can't stop thinking about ice cream. And dietitian's like, oh, you got it. You got to get out your system. You got to lick <laughs> and taste all the ice cream, all the different flavors. And after you taste all these different flavors, you'll find one flavor to settle down for the rest of your life. That's not a, that's not going to happen. Right. No. You're not supposed to try a bunch of different. I mean, get out your system as far as like, you know, like uh, you're just not going to get to a certain number or a certain, you know, and then be like, oh, I'm good. You just get older. and You're like, I'm, I think I'm done. You know, like <laughs> you just your testosterone drops and you're like, all right, well. You know what I mean? It doesn't drop much because he's still like, hey, you know, but. Oh, you're 30, man. Your testosterone hasn't dropped. Come on now. Listen, Maybe bro, it's hey, listen. It, hey, listen, I'm not saying it dropped because it's still, hey, listen, I'm, hey. hey, you know, I'll be like, hey, now right now we in, we in Trader Joe's. Calm down. Like, it's not <laughs> dropping, you know, but it's like uh, you just get to a point where you're like, I mean, I don't want to be no, I mean, I, I just, you know, I want a family too, man. That's why I got a house, man. I got a house. And uh, and uh, I got a four uh, it's four bedroom, you know. So I'm preparing, 
for when I get, you know, I got my house room. For right now, it's going to be my room. It's going to be a studio office and a guest room, whatever. But eventually, it's going to be like, uh, you know, my room and then like my, me and my wife's room and the kids. And like, I thought you were going to say it's going to be my room, my wife's room. <laughs> the next room is my wife's room. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you the key to marriage. The key to marriage, preacher. Separate. I want to get married right now. Give me a few years. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just slowing down. But like, <laughs> I want to get married right now. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm but telling tell you me the key to marriage. Separate bathrooms. Really? Oh, you don't want them smelling your funk, and you don't want to smell theirs. But I, I mean, I live with, I've lived with girls before, and they were fine. I didn't really. They were like funky. I don't know. I think, I think that's a personal situation because I, I don't really no. go into. I don't oh my God, no, no, no. Hold on. I don't want to say my, my no, 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 no. Too late no, now. Too late. No. No, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is when me and my wife buy a house, we go, that's your bathroom, that's my bathroom. Because here's the here's the thing, one thing about my wife. She says she doesn't poop, right? Which we all know is a lie. I've never heard my wife fart. I've never really? smelled a poop. I've never smelled a fart. I even come home early sometimes and be like, hey, did I catch it? Because she gotta be holding it. She got to be holding it for hours upon hours. We go on trips, preacher, nothing. So I'm like, look, look, something's going on. But her thing was we need That's separate crazy. bathroom. And I so have I friends. I'm the girl that I didn't even meet. I'm like, we weren't even like dating before I even mm -hmm. like hugged her or kissed her like that. And she was peeing on the phone. I'm like, why would you ruin this? Because now you're ugly. You're so ugly. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like. That's what, you know what I mean? That's something a dude would do. He'd be like, bro, what are you doing? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, it's not like a girl gonna do it and be like, oh, snap. That's like, I don't know, bro. I'm too immature for that. I can't watch. I don't, I don't want to like, uh, you can't yeah. pee on FaceTime. I had to hang well, on. Let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If that girl is, you just meeting her and she peeing on FaceTime, I guarantee your house is messy. She dirty. You know what? <laughs> but this is the thing. So some people, some people, <laughs> some dudes be like, hey, she real. She gonna pee on Facetime. I don't want that's real. Real right there. I don't want real. Keep down to earth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't give me real. I don't want real, I want real man. <laughs> I want to make believe that you don't have you don't poop. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, that's <laughs> the like, wife. Yo. And yeah. that's how my wife is. That's how my wife is. So you've had five TV shows this year. It's great. Uh, during Corona, uh, I know you got a Nickelodeon show. I know you had a show. I believe on NBC, ABC, CBS, something like that that you were promoting a couple months ago. It was an online show. I mean, it was a oh, connected. TV. Connected. Oh, connected. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you're getting all these gigs. Are you, is there any nervousness that, oh my God, I had a great year and how do I hold on to it? How do I keep it going? Or no, is, not at all. Not at all. No. I mean, I don't really like, uh, <clears throat> I don't really stress out about that, to be honest with you, man. Uh, because I'll, as long as I can do stand-up, I'll be fine. If, if I never get another TV show again, I mean, I'd be sad. Like, be like, ah, oh, ah, oh, man. But, but, isn't, oh, huh? but isn't that great about what we do stand up? Yeah, because yeah. I, I do stand up, I'm pretty much fine. But I mean, it, I, I want to do TV shows. I want to do TV shows. I want to do movies and all, this, all those things. But that's not like, uh, I mean, I'll be okay. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? No. Like, I, I honestly, when I first got off America's Got Talent, you know, uh, it was 2017, right? And, uh, and I remember going on the show and, Every single one of my videos on YouTube was number one trending, except like I think maybe two. So two out of yeah. five weren't number one trending. But the the two that weren't number one trending, one was still trending, and the other other one just wasn't like 
trending. Yeah. And it was trending like top 20 or something on YouTube. But um, so uh, yeah, yeah. So I I uh I just remember going from that to like everyone saying you're gonna have a TV show, and Simon was like, if you don't get a TV show within this amount of time, I'm biting my fingers off, my hands off, and then my my whole team was like, We're gonna do this, blah 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 blah. And then like nothing happened really for the next year. Like I just remember I was on tour, I was on tour a lot, and I was, you know, I was on every single weekend, but I didn't get a TV show. I didn't get it. I already went through that. I already went through the phase where I was doing really well and I sold out the Wilbur Theater. And then I started the ticket started to go. And I was like, what's what's going on? And I started freaking out. And then I like calmed down. I was like, hey, it's just what it is. It is you know? what it is. And yeah, it is what it is. And then it's like, what do you do now? And then I just got another TV show. I got the world's most amazing dog. And I went back on America's Got Talent Champions. And I went on Britain's Got Talent Champions. And then, you know, and then uh, that was like the greatest year ever. Uh, and then 2020 was supposed to be my greatest year. And uh, then, uh, you know, Corona happened and then everything made it's just sucked. It took every all these yep. ideas and all these things we were pitching. We were literally in the middle of pitching this show to like Netflix, Showtime, HB. We were in the we we our last meeting was with Netflix and we had it through Zoom. And it was weird because all the other meetings we had in person. But this is when Corona started freaking out. So we had the meeting through Zoom. And um, and then, you know, I got super sad about not being able to go on the road for like maybe like, you know, just a couple seconds. And after a while, I was like, it's not even that bad. Like, I was like, yeah. I kind of like being home. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, I just get used to every situation. And then I got some TV shows that this year – and so it's like, I just feel like as long as I, um, I'll be fine, man. I'll be fine. I'll just, I'll be fine. I don't think, uh, I don't like worry about my career much. I just worry about dating. <laughs> That's all you think that I worry about. Right? I don't ever get sad about my career unless I bomb. And then I've yeah. only a temporary, you know, temporary sadness. You know, I don't know. I just don't get sad about my what, career. What what uh what is the ultimate goal for preacher? Lost. I don't have a goal. That's why I don't. That's you know what I mean. So it's, it's yeah. hard to be like. It's hard to be like. <laughs> we don't even have really go. I mean, I just want to do. I want to. You do know, what I want to things. I want to read things off the of teleprompters. It's like you know, since I got my eyes fixed. You know, I want to. Uh, I want to do like movies, TV shows. I want to play a superhero. Like I just want to do a bunch of stuff. But I now, just feel like uh yeah I just now. One thing, one thing I know about you because we talk a lot. Uh, I would consider ourselves our, our, ourselves friends. Is the image you I put would on consider us friends? You I said that have... like, hey, I think we're, we're friends, right? That's how you said it. Well, yeah, we talk. Okay, yeah. Good, good. No, you're a friend. You're a friend. But right. here's what's interesting: is Preacher Lawson on Instagram and social media to me is different from Preacher Lawson that I hang out with. You know, Absolutely. like like you're very you're very grounded in real life. You know what I mean? You're yeah. this. We have yeah, real yeah, conversations yeah. about stuff. But on your Instagram, you 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 take it to a new you're super positive. You're yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um how, for, I have two questions about that. How do you find all the time to do all these? I mean, you're posting all the time. Like you different think so? things. I feel like I'm posting too much. Yeah, really? yeah. I I I uh I um I man, I'm glad you think I post all the time. Uh, I'm just trying to keep up, you know, but um Yeah. You know, but I feel like, yeah, man, I'm, I feel like, uh, you know, everyone's everyone, you know, people have many faces, you know, like uh, so I, I I, mean, I am who I am. But like, I'm just not going to be 
like who I am on Instagram, that's who I am. You know, like I'm I'm a super high energy, you know, a positive guy. But if but I do get mad. People think I don't get mad or something like that. Like yeah. I just get cut off in traffic and I'm like, ladies first. Like I'm still gonna be upset, <laughs> yeah. you know. But if I'm upset, I'm not putting that on my Instagram. I'm not gonna be like, she cut me off and I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't care about that. I don't care to post that. So I just post, I literally just post things if I'm in a good mood. So if I'm not in a good mood, you won't see me on social media. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good because that can yeah. get you in trouble. We we all know so many people have gotten in trouble. What is what is the one thing like it's so because I was with Jackie Fabulous. We did a podcast the other day. And it's she's amazing. And it's funny how, like on AGT, we talked about AGT a lot. Um, some people hit and some people don't. You know, like my my year, no comedian made it to the end. It was but your it was year was a little different. <laughs> it was a way there's no audience, everything, you know. I had two sets, they said like my whole situation, I had two sets I was supposed to do. They said I couldn't do those. And then so the last set I did was last minute and I was trying to learn it. Uh, But what I loved about it is they wanted to really because I was supposed to do Blasian, you know, my my Blasian bit. And the producer, the executive producer came down. and was like, we're fighting for this. And my fault, I was like, no, I don't want to start any, you know, because they got who who they're going to fight. They're going to fight the network. You know, yeah. on the set, and I was like, "Nah, I'll just, I'll just change it." So I gave him another one, and they were like, "Well, they can't do that one either." And then I was like, "Oh my god!" So, so I had this whole vision in my head, but you know, I didn't make it far enough to make a huge difference, even though I got a lot of fans from it, a lot of hate from yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, a lot. But that's like part of the game. But that's part know? of the game. But for you, like, it's hard to do what you did as a comedian on it because I don't know if it was a year you were on. I don't know if it was your material because you're very good. But like you said, every video trended. Every video did well. It's something you did on that show that really connected with that audience where a lot of comedians, they do well, but they don't have the connection you made with the audience. What do you think that was? Okay, well, I think it was a couple things to be honest with you. I think one when people go on that show, they have to change their set, right? I didn't have to change too much of my set. I'm not a dirty comedian. So it's like I was more, my stand-up was more universal for the for that audience, which is a family show. So I'm, I'm a family comedian yeah, in, in a lot of ways. <clears throat> and uh, I also was on the first year that Tyra Banks decided, you know, there was a whole thing with Nick and yeah. Nick, you know, Nick left, so then they got pressed from that. And then you don't take the, you know, one of the biggest, you know, supermodels of all time. Probably, I mean, I don't know. She's, I mean, just one of the. She's like an icon. You know, she was in. She's everyone knows who Tyra Banks is. So I was on the highest rated season. So it's not like I just went on to a regular season. There, I everything was. There was so many things happening. I mean, there was the, the talent. Every every time you go on that show, there's gonna be a crazy amount of talent. But it was like. This is the year where they were bringing in YouTubers like Mike Young. They Not had true. like, you know, you know what I mean? They had like uh, uh, Johnny Manuel, you know, the Darcy Lynn. Like she was, I think she was on like Little Big Shots or something like that before that. You know, uh, there was um, there was uh, Angelica Hill. She was a little nine-year-old girl. I think she was on some other stuff. She had some, she had a following before. Like she was like, I remember the winner was she got, she was getting death threats. Like she was a kid getting death threats from another kid audience following, you know what I mean? 
by like grown men too, by the way. You know, so you know what you know what's you interesting know what? to me. Well, here's what's interesting to me is I got a lot of slack from a lot of fans that go, Well, you're already famous. You know, you, why are you on this show? And here's the thing, because fame is funny. It's like, if you're successful in something, you can't do nothing else. You They're like, you're already a famous. Yeah, they don't want you to do that. But what I found very interesting is they act like all these other acts are professionals. Like, yeah, I, yeah, that's the thing. But they don't know that, though. They So, but what happens is they, they know you. You know what I mean? They don't know these other people that have been doing it. I mean, you kidding me? Do you think this is the first? Like when people, when people, that was my first thing ever. So guess what? People think that's the first time I ever been on stage. You know how many times people thought that was the first time I ever went on stage? Like I was just working as a cashier at Walgreens. <laughs> and then I just was like, I want to try stand up. And then I went on America's Got Talent. So people don't really understand that. So they're thinking that you already did something and you, you know, you have a buzz. You know, people know who you, people know your name. So they're like, why would you do that? You already you already got that. It's like they don't you don't understand that we have to keep doing stuff. <laughs> like you gotta keep doing things to keep building on. And yeah, so I I, I remember when people were hating, I remember they were like, You were already on this TV show, and I remember that, but it was, it was, it was funny. Like it, it, it's so strange to watch a show like that. And you got professional dance groups. You got magicians. Like you yeah. think this magician was just hanging out one day, never yeah. did that trick. They were already Vegas. <laughs> They're already, most of the people already, already in Vegas. They have yeah. shows in Vegas. And I'm like, oh my goodness. But I love the experience. I wish, and this is for the other comedians on the show. I hope not this year, but maybe a couple years from now, they'll let comedians like the comedians that were on my season go back and try again with them. Oh audience. yeah, that I think they should. I, I think they really should do that because you know, last time they were there, we all were there. There was no audience. I I, I don't know if I would do it, but I think it's a good look for the other comedians because there was just no audience. It's tough. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's really weird, bro. I mean, I I was like, they asked me to come back that season just to do a guest spot. And I was, I was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing <laughs> I, I haven't been on stage because I haven't, like, where are you going to work out your material? So you don't have any place to work out your material because there's no audiences, right? So, you know, and then, so I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be ready. And then you want me to go on to national television where I'm not able to work out material and do stand-up in front of a Zoom. And I'm like, that's, I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that at all. I mean, it's crazy that you think about that. Like someone off you, hey, you want to be on TV? And you're like, no, no, I don't want sure. sure. it, it could like, it. I just know I was going to, for me, I know my comedy style. I like really feed off the audience energy, you know, and the timing and everything. So I, I just, I was like, I can't do it. But well, it's just I, I, I said this to a lot of people, like on interviews afterwards, I go, stand up comedy is the only thing on that show, it is the hardest thing on that show because you have to be in Absolutely. front. You have to be in front of a live audience to practice. If you're a singer, if you're a magician, if you're anything else on that show, you can do it. You can practice. You can practice that song over and over and over. But if you've never practiced this material in front of an audience over and over and over yeah. and over, you you don't have timing. You don't have and Blasian. That's why I picked Blasian because I was like, I know that backwards and forwards. I know it crushes. It's going to do well. But then when they got me down to my third set, I was yeah. like, I don't even know if this is going to work. Much like, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it was it was a weird it was it was a weird experience. But I loved it. It was just. Honestly, it was just an honor performing in front of judges, especially Simon Cowell, since 
he is the kingmaker. You know yeah. what I mean? That dude is just a kingmaker. Uh, did he give you any advice, Simon, when you were there? I mean, uh, he was just super nice to me. Yeah. He was just like, you know, keep going. You're going to get a TV show. We got to work together. Let's meet up for lunch. And uh, I'm going to talk to your people. And, uh, you know, stuff like that. Did you yeah. ever have lunch with him? No, I didn't have lunch, but I didn't reach out to him. Why not? That's, that's my fault. I mean, well, because yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever. I think I've reached out to like two people in my life. <laughs> I don't reach out. Why, you got, you got to leave. You got a man. You know Listen, Hollywood now. It's all about man reaching know, out man. and staying in Absolutely. touch with people. I know, I know, man. But I'm just not. I'm always like, uh, I'm just not that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just can't. I don't know how to. Uh, I mean, I know it's 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 like that's a that's a tool that everyone should have in their, yes. in their little box. You should you should be able to network because that's really half the game. I mean, you can there's plenty of people that are like crazy talented, crazy funny, or you know, at whatever genre of art they do. But if you don't know how to network, it's like you're almost wasting it. So I, I just try to like put myself out there, but um, you know, I'm I'm trying to do a better job of that. You know who's great at that? The best. And he's a good friend of mine. He is the best networker I have ever seen in my life as a stand-up comic, Orlando Leba. I don't know if you know him. Oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the I dude, don't even know he's a great networker. I just know he's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's a great networker. I was oh. like, <laughs> oh, you're just a network preacher. You're just part of the network. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you're just part of the network, man. Yeah, we yeah. all are. We're just in he's his great, network. Man. He's, he's so funny. He's, he's so, so funny. funny. I remember he won. I knew him from Florida. He was in Florida's Funniest Comedian. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. He beat well, my man. boy Tim Miller. I was, I was, I was sad, man. I was sad. He crushed. Yeah. So well, what? Uh, what has been the biggest down moment in Hollywood for you? Like actually living in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I can't say it. <laughs> I can't oh, say okay. It. okay. I'll tell you. Okay. I'll tell you off camera though. Okay. It, was it, huh? Okay. Can you say this? It. How did it affect you? Man, it may. Uh, okay. Um, the way. Don't it say it if you don't want to. But how did it affect you? It just. You know. It just. Um, I don't know if it was necessarily. I mean, it's just hard to. I don't know if it affected. It was just. It was. Um. I don't know how to say it without like. All right, well, we'll talk you know about I mean? it. I, I don't I, want you I, to even. I, it just made. Yeah, I don't know how to say it because if I say it, okay. it's affecting me, then you're gonna be like, oh, <laughs> you know, you're gonna be like, okay, you still calculate <laughs> in your head, all right? Oh, oh, okay, and then you, oh, no, I got you. I'm, oh, with two, no, um, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, it's just like I don't. I, but I, okay, I was thinking of. I guess that that wasn't necessarily. I, I guess that was something. I'm thinking of something that happened. Uh, within the you know perimeters of Hollywood, I, but yeah. as far as like you're saying, what is Hollywood? As in like Hollywood? I'm just saying like living in Hollywood, being in the industry. What is your biggest down moment? You know, like I, I'll tell you mine to give you an example. Okay, I was, an example. Told, I was told that I had a job, like a big big job, and the day I was supposed to sign the contract, they said, "Oh man, uh, we had to go with a bigger celebrity." The day I was okay. signing the contract. So that was a, I mean, it took, it took, cause I was younger in my career. It took me a while to get over that. Now 
now I get it. My job is to become the big celebrity so I can get jobs I don't deserve. Yeah, I, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. So, yeah. like, like I, got, I was like, I, you don't, I only got that because I have more notoriety than that other person. But, um, I so I, I okay, the name of the game. so I mean, so here's one I mean, it's a bunch of them, but like, I had an audition for, um, um, to be play Eddie Murphy's son on Come to America 2, right? And I, I didn't feel like I did that well in audition, to be honest with you. But um, I went in there and I auditioned. Then I got an email that I got a call back for a second director's cut audition type thing. And then on with the next day, then the next day comes and like, OK, never mind. <laughs> oh man, so that hurts. When I, that hurts. When I, I mean, how many times have you auditioned for something? Oh, yeah. You're like, I'm probably not gonna get that, and so you just don't even worry about it. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that I got a call back for the next day, where it was like, okay, it's only five or you know, three, two to three, five. You know, I don't know. It was like a few people, you know, that are left, and then they changed their mind. So I was like, that's the worst thing ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. And, and it was adjusting to this is the one thing I learned about the industry. And now I just accept people lie to your face. Oh, yeah. Lie to your face all the And it's just part of the business. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear what you're going to say. I have to say something. Because it's just like I remember the first time it happened. This lady lied to my face, said this was going to happen. It didn't happen. It completely went the opposite way. And then when I approached her, she goes, eh, kind of like that's the business, you know? Yeah. So that's why. So that's like a lot of like Los Angeles. So like you'll have like, OK, so people say people from L.A. are fake. Right. You hear that yeah. a lot. Like people from L.A. are fake. Yeah. So this is what I think it is. I think that when you come to L.A., you're either a model, actor, singer, rapper. You have a business. You're like this. Is what this you are your business and you bring your business to Los Angeles. And so you want to do you want you want to do uh, you want to do well. Right. And so you try you only contact and you, would, you know, associate with people that are peripheral your business. Right. So you'll have people talk to you and then be like, oh, you can't help me out. I am not talking to you. And they just move on. You know, so it's just not as much. I feel like it's like they're. it's like people, when people say they're fake, it's like it's just a business. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like you have to know what it is. You know, you have to know what it is. If you want to be associated with someone, you can't. It's not people aren't here to like, man, I'm trying to make friends. They're trying to make you. They're trying to make moves, not friends. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you have to know that coming in here and not be like, oh, they don't want to hang out. You know, like it's like, bro, they're not trying to hang. <laughs> like, no, they're, they're trying to further their career. Yeah. And- like yeah. this is what I had to get used to when I first moved here. This is not a place where you call somebody and say, "Hey, you want to do drinks at five? Yeah, like you know, a normal. Nah, they're like, yeah. "Well, you, my calendar. It's, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I have, like everything is scheduled. There's no yeah. just like, especially when the industry's on and people like you. Literally, like if I called you or you called me, you're like, "Hey, let's go hang out later today in a couple of hours." But like, oh, you know what? I got a meeting. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's what's so weird that the. the uh, there's no nothing spontaneous when you yeah. live in LA because everything's scheduled. Everything's scheduled. Everything. Well, if you got together, <laughs> if you're organized, you know, if you're doing well, usually if someone's 
too spontaneous. Like, let's do this, you know, in like an hour. They don't have anything going on. Nothing going on. You have to be able to say no. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. Yeah. Like, I'm doing this, this, and this, and this. Have but, you? Uh, this is the last thing before we wrap it up. Have you on your rise? lost friends because you know i was listening to tyler perry and i listened to a bunch of inspiration inspirational people to me and you know when you're breaking that glass ceiling you lose a lot of people in your life because it's it, it sounds bad but they're not a positive influence on you or they're just doing nothing with their lives and it, it, it's nothing you want to be around yeah no that's okay. like sometimes Sometimes I've, uh, I, you know, I like to say I filtered my friends, you know, but yes, yes, uh, I, I just, um, you know, you'll be around some people, and uh, I remember being roommates with like two people, and I just remember they were like the, some of the funniest. Like I love these, you know, people, and they were like really talented, but they were really lazy. So I just moved out because if you're around that, like you're, you know, you have you hear that you're averaging your five closest friends. Mm-hmm. And they were like two of my closest. And I was like, I'm getting funnier, but I'm also, you know, not, you know, I'm getting, uh, I'm, I'm finding tendencies to be becoming a little bit lazier, you know, in some certain areas. So, I mean, I, I, I just, I, um, that was before I got on TV. So like, I kind of just, I, uh, I think everyone has their season, you know? So yeah. everyone has their seasons. I've had different friends. I've had different girlfriends. So, <laughs> that's, what it is. <laughs> that's what it is man i mean there's some people that stick around and they've been around for a long time there's some people i don't talk to and then like two years pass and then i'm like oh you got your stuff together we should be friends again yeah 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 so yeah but i mean i i mean i'm i, I mean i'm a little new to like tv and stuff i mean what was it like for you you know man um i've always believed in getting rid of people straight up if you're not if you're not a positive like if you're not positive in my life i have no problem i have no problem not talking to you that's why i don't have a lot of friends preacher i really don't like i have a lot of associates associates yeah 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 but i don't have a lot of friends you know what i mean like the friends here's what's weird is the friends i really do have if I have a show, I'll invite them out because I like to hang with them. That's why I'll call you. I'll call Orlando. I'll call Leo. Like I, I have friends that I like to hang out. I have friends outside of comics. Yeah. But but it's a thing where I'm not too friendly. Like I I, I tell people I don't like people. I don't like mm-hmm. mass groups of people. You know what I mean? Unless I'm I think performing. You're a comedian. Unless I'm performing, you know, yeah. I like them there. But uh, it's a thing where I just don't hang out to hang out. I'm way past that in my life, you know, but if I have to go to a function and, you know, do the, do the whole walk the room thing, shake the hands, I can do that all day, but I'm not going to go to a bar. And then you out. (laughs) That's me. Hey, oh, good. Oh, what? How's the kids? Oh, that's okay. All right. And home. You're like, (laughs) I can't wait, man. Yeah. I mean, we we do all that because we love the industry. We love what we do. We got a network. But I, you know, some people just love to be out to be out. Like if I ain't gotta go out, I ain't going out. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty. Yeah, I don't. I'm not an out person. You know, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a party person. I'm not like a. I'm I'm pretty chill. I'm you know I'm usually like uh I'm uh with myself a lot. So 
I yeah. want myself a lot, but I do. I mean, I talk to I talk to a lot of people. You know, like I'll randomly call someone up and be like, "What do you think about this joke?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like, "Did you hear about this?" Or someone hit me up, and you know, I'll talk. All you know, I'll talk. Yeah. A lot, but but I like uh, I keep to myself. All right, preacher. Well, I'm gonna let you go, man. Tell everybody where they can find you and all that good stuff. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitch. Dang, you, know, you on it all, huh? On it all. all not right, really. Man. Not really. I've been on Twitch in a long time, but uh, <laughs> and I delete my Snapchat, so I'm just lying. But I'm just preacher Lawson everywhere, and uh, and yeah, man. I mean, all right. Don't hit me up. <laughs> all right, all right. What is this, Aaron? Uh, this is Aaron next week. Oh, okay. Come see my show. I'm in the New Year's in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, preacher, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for being appreciate on, homie. Too, brother. All right. Thanks for having me. All right, bro. You bet.